This is the Empty Mind Podcast show number two. I'm TJ and this is my co-host Grant Keegan. How you doing, Grant? Good, good. And yourself? Doing all right, doing all right. How's the weather down there in Denver? Oh, in sunny Colorado. It's very snowy right now. The not so sunny Colorado as it normally goes in this time of the year. Yeah, yeah. Slushy, not too cold, not bitter cold, but uh definitely a good couple inches of snow stuck. Yeah, no, our streets are pretty clear, but we're still getting a little bit of flakes here and there. Yeah, every every so often, you know how it goes. Yeah, that's the name of the game. Um, cool. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, let's get into the run times and distance and all that accountability stuff. Yep. So every week we like to go over at the end of the show, we'll go over uh, some commitments. And then the next week we address those commitments to see if they were fulfilled immediately. So we committed to running last week. Uh, go ahead. What uh, what kind of distance are you looking at this week? Um, I was looking at about four miles per week or per the five for for the five days. I was running four days out of the week, and I was doing an average one mile at about seven fifty five was my average time per mile. But I only ran three times instead of four because I had pulled a tendon or a muscle on my right leg and I didn't want to mess myself up too much for work and then not being able to run like for next week. So I kind of took it easy. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, what about you? What's your kind of distance? What, what all did you get down with running? So my, my distance this week was, let me take a look at 8.4 miles. Uh, average time was about eight minutes, 20 seconds per mile. Um, so I'm really looking to go ahead. I'm I'm cool with that. I'm going to keep an eight, eight mile per week goal, I think. And then uh, anywhere under nine, I think is going to be fine with me with the winter coming up under and nine per minute. <clears throat> that'll be, that'll be my goal that I'll commit to at the end of today. Perfect. Sounds good. Yeah. I think I'm going to bump mine up to a little bit more um, instead of doing the four miles, do like a six or eight kind of like you're doing, but I'm going to push for a little bit longer miles, like nine or 10 minute miles instead, because on one of those last miles that I ran, I really pushed myself to get that 7.30 time to try and shave some seconds off and did not work out in my favor. So learn yep. learn, yep. learn my lesson on that one, but that's all right. Uh, definitely. Yeah, I'm looking to get, you know, I'll, I'll see what I can do for my best time. But I'll start setting goals on the time, the, the best time later on. Right. Probably. Makes sense. Uh, what about your workouts? How is the workouts looking this week? So the workouts this week, <clears throat> I only did get to time-lapse two workouts this week. Uh, they were very heavy workouts. Um, uh, 120 push-ups, uh, 60 pull-ups each workout, uh, 180 sit-ups, uh, uncountable numbers of crunches and other <laughs> sorts of ab, ab workouts. Uh, total of 10 minutes between the two of forearm workouts and um, – probably about let's see 50 variations of dumbbell curls with a 20 pound weight on each arm gotcha each workout gotcha nice nice and how many times was that this week only two this week so (laughs) missed a couple and i should feel bad which i do it's all good it's all good it's the name of the game i was able to get all all five of my workouts in the 100 push-ups i believe it's 75 to 100 crunches technically and then i have i added um 75 leg lifts on top of that and then i go run immediately after i got four out of the five time lapses but one of them i wasn't at home and i forgot to time lapse myself working out so gotcha gotcha kind of the name of the game that we're working with but um so so next week we'll try to tighten up 
those uh, loose ends get a little less, a little less shabby. Right. Um, so um, jump into the financial let's go breakdown. Ahead. Yeah, the financial breakdown. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and pull up my mint account here, and I'll just go through some of the topics that uh, later in the in the series we're gonna have video evidence of all this kind of stuff. But right now we're going on the uh, honor code. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely over budget myself. I've spent... oh yeah, this month I haven't been doing excellent, but I'm not too bad. Yeah, no, I'm definitely so... not doing as good as I would like to, at least. Oh, definitely, that's that's always the case. <clears throat> so, let me see. So I had I pay my uh, insurance six months in advance. So I spent twenty five hundred dollars this week, which is sixteen hundred dollars more than I spend in a typical week. Yeah. Um, averaged out through the month, I would say, and that's might not be one hundred percent accurate, but we'll have more details on that later. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so my net worth, including my car loans, everything like that, is negative eleven eight hundred eighty six dollars. Negative uh, 11,000 there. So we'll be able to watch that number go up <laughs> throughout the series. <laughs> um, credit score went up 17 points this week. Nice. Which is excellent. excellent. That was probably because of some high spending on some cards that got paid down. Um, so my net worth, I would say, yeah, that's that negative 11,800. Perfect. <laughs> And, um, and yeah, so typically in the future, we'll get into exact expenses throughout the week. But for now, we'll just hit that quick little overview if you want to break down yours. Yeah, um, I'm kind of looking through, you know, just looking at some of the, the more more frequent places that I'm buying stuff, you know, like alcohol bars, not very much. I have like $31 and that's just going to the store and picking up some beers for the weekend. Um, gas and fuel, we're looking at around 100 109 bucks, which is... What I'm over, but that's because I'm switching from my motorcycle to my car, which is a pretty big difference in weight and what I'm driving. It's comparative, like probably your your Prius comparative to like the Mariner, which yeah. kind of sucks, but that's that's what it is. Um, with eating out, um, a little bit over what I wanted to be, you know, I'm right about 110 dollars, but I mean, oh, that's over at least, but. It was my lady's birthday, and you know I gotta go out and I gotta go get her some stuff. You know, gotta gotta keep her happy. It's the name of the game. Happy wife, yeah, happy yeah. life. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Going through, um, I actually haven't fully set up this account, so I, it doesn't have my credit score and it doesn't have my net worth. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's well, no, a, that was a, that's a loss on my part. That's a, you know, I could go into my categories and whatnot, but let's uh, let's say next week. Um, We'll go through this a little bit further at the end with some commitments that we need to see uh, accurate results on next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything was a little sloppy today at the beginning, as expected. Uh, Still working out some of the kinks, getting everything set up. But the whole point is so you can watch the process as we figure this out for ourselves. Exactly. So uh, financial breakdown, that's right about where we're at. Yep. So what about the nicotine? How's the nicotine intake going? Nicotine intake is standard. I've standard. 
I've not made uh, too many too many moves on that front. A, a whole lot of eh. A whole lot of eh. Yep, but uh, you know, yeah. Now means the name of the game. I'm right there with you. One of these one of these weeks at the the end of the show, I'll I'll commit to that <laughs> for my next week. That'll be my goal, and I will accomplish it. But that wasn't this week. I'm waiting until I finish out these resets, get my life a little slower, a little easier moving. Yeah, you're Which, done. of course, is a fat retreat. But, you know, <laughs> do what you got to do to cope. This is true. This is true. And, I mean, you're also going a little crazy with those resets in the oh, sense the, of the workplace. The, the levels of everything else are, are very high. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, any cancer that I'm getting, I'm walking off. Right. I'm running off with mine. So uh, me- how do you how do you oh you didn't you didn't uh, do very much intaking of nicotine did we this week did you no um I only actually ended up hitting the buddy's vape like twice last night and then I kind of realized afterwards I was kind of like shit and I was today would have been two weeks fresh and I was kind of disappointed in myself because now I'm pretty much right back from where I started you know but that's kind of the yeah. that's the process of. Uh, kicking or quitting a habit you definitely are going to relapse whether or not if you mean to or not you know if it's consciously or not sometimes you know you just get handed something and then it just happens and you're like fuck muscle memory yep that's the way it yeah. works fat retreat right at least we're at least he's honest yeah <laughs> okay so uh how'd you how'd you eat this week um, pretty, uh, pretty well, pretty pretty standard. Um, I was take I was going to the store a lot, and I was buying a lot of buying a lot of hamburger. Made a lot of cooked a lot of food for myself for lunch. Um, I went and bought a lot of like fruits, uh, milk. Got some protein powder. So if I do want to go to work, I like to not eat at home, and I like to just make myself a shake when I get to work out of fruits and the protein yep. powder and stuff. So. I'll be good through there. And I'm trying to I'm trying to switch up the diet. I'm trying to figure out what I like best. And so far what I found out is that I'm really liking eating a lot of fruit for lunch and breakfast. And yep, just fruit till noon, brother. Yes, sir. Eat it just as just eat <clears throat> as much of it as you want. So I'm eating cuties, bananas, apples, whatever it is. I'm like pretty much stuff in my face, but I'm not ever tired. I'm not ever overbared by the food that I'm and the, eating. The reason we like to do that for anyone that doesn't know is um there's a there's a theory if you read the book fit for life i forget the author we'll put it in the show notes but um the uh the concept is that fruit is extremely easy to digest when eaten correctly and don't the way to eat it correctly is by itself with nothing else just just fruit nothing else and uh that takes away a huge drain of energy for digesting breakfast whenever it's you know eggs potatoes bacon um, but just for the fruit, it takes a very minimal amount of energy to digest, digest that most of the digestion actually happens in the intestines as opposed to the stomach. Um, so it's very quick to digest and really frees up a lot of energy for the rest of the day. So that's the, uh, the theory behind that. And, uh, yeah, I ate pretty standard this week as well. Um, I didn't eat out at all. Just been using strictly my choice points, going to the grocery store, uh, salads, sandwiches eggs salmon actually very pretty good week for me eating uh also fruit till noon only uh hard-boiled eggs and whatnot i like to have eggs as a uh, midday kind of a snack around two eat a breakfast sandwich but uh yeah so i ate pretty well this week didn't spend any money on food which is 
Excellent. Well, that's excellent. That's level four action right there. Excellent. And I let uh, last night I made actually a uh, massive pot of potatoes, kielbasa, cabbage, a little bit of onion, uh, some chicken broth, some red wine vinegar, and that's going to make a very easy, you know, twenty five meals for my upcoming week. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking. So that... it should be on track next week as well. That's what that's what we like to hear. I'm definitely probably gonna have to go shopping after this whole recording, and I'm probably gonna have to grab some food. And I'm thinking I'm gonna do something similar like that with some chicken and just a whole bunch of vegetables, some beans, rancoons, like baby spinach, yep. all that good jazz. I've been doing um, some research on some meal prepping. Some, you know, I'd like to try a couple of vegan meals just to see if I can make it happen. Just to, see if you can squeeze it. Just expand my palate. Do some thick, thick cut zucchini on a panini or something. You know. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever's good, but um, yeah. So I definitely have some food goals coming up. Might might even throw some of those in at the end of the show. Absolutely, because I've got a reset come up this week, which always tests my the rest of my routine every time I do a reset. <laughs> and is this uh, when are you ending your resets? Like your crazy reset thing right now? January 1, I am coasting. I've been, for anyone that doesn't know, I've taken the last, I got this career about six months ago, really introduced myself to the idea, became familiar with a lot of the the processes and procedures for the first month, month and a half. Two months in, I did my first reset. Uh, these take about 40, 40 to 60 hours per store, and you have to run the rest of the territory at the same time. But I've been, you know, just really getting them all done. I wanted to get them all done within the year of 2019 and so i will have zero reset scheduled for 2020 um nice. i can comfortably do you know probably one to three throughout the year and just run my territory like normal do my studies but uh yeah that's all going to be ending i would say the second week of december is when my my life's really going to open up you're not going to be so hectic start, with the workplace seeing some uh, improvements in the other fields gotcha yeah I mean, my place, my my workplace is actually going to start picking up. I'm I'm actually doing both warehouse and I'm also doing driving right now. So I'm driving all the way. I could be going to Denver. I could be going to Red Feather. It doesn't really matter wherever they want me to go. Yeah, I'm the going. driving. I I love the driving. That's my favorite part of the job. No, um, yeah, absolutely. You get a lot of time to just you know like break. Just I, I just you know I take in information. And one thing I've been thinking, I heard every hour you listen to a podcast, you need an hour to think following it yeah i don't like taking that full hour i think i can really digest most of that information in about 15 minutes 10 to 15 minutes but i do like to stop every i used to just podcast after podcast you know audio book in the middle you know whatever but uh i do like to when i when i take in a good amount of information that i think could really help me i like to take 10 to 15 minutes of silence to to take it in after yeah yeah absolutely no it makes sense Yep. Yeah, no, but, um, I was I was driving a, a couple days ago and I was listening to podcast after podcast and I was sitting there and I would actually I'd have to stop and then like play some music in between just to kind of like go back through yep. and think about some of it. And then, yep. yeah, um, it's just some beats are perfect for that. I like, you know, without the lyrics, just get it, get some beats on there, a little bit of production. And then that's that kind of, you know, lets me look at what I would just learn creatively. Yeah, like, yeah. Totally it sets you up for success to really understand what you were trying Activate the, the innovative side of my brain. Exactly. But, uh, all right, I think it's about time. Let's start getting into some of the bulk of the podcast. So today, 
we are going to be focusing on, uh, just to fill anybody in, in case you didn't catch any of the, the first episode, we, uh, we have zero property right now. We're looking to get into real estate investing, active real estate investing as a career, uh, passive real estate investing for now until we can uh, pursue that solely until we have financing and some, some income coming in. But we have zero property right now. We are in the market for a single family or small multifamily residence in Northern Colorado area, specifically focused around Fort Collins. And um, this is, you know, you've caught us right at the beginning of our journey trying to take these uh, steps to get everything set up and going. So we're, we're going to spend a little while now just discussing our plan, uh, every aspect of our plan. And we we probably don't quite understand it fully ourselves yet. So no, yeah. By the is... end of this, everybody, this is this is a session like this is the mastermind, MC mind. That's this is us meeting up to figure out what we're gonna do. So you're gonna watch the active brainstorming take place for the next little while of the show. Exactly. So I mean, yeah. Uh, so, yep. With the marketing, with the properties that we're gonna have to be looking for, it's definitely gonna have to be a little more central for Collins. Um, angled around more of the CSU area, which is going to be not, not, not as easy, but you know, with cold calling or door knocking or whatever it might be direct mail, it's definitely doable. As long as we stay diligent Um, in terms of numbers of rooms to bathrooms, I'm thinking at least four, if we're going to be occupying that area as well. I mean, I would agree. I would say anything under four is, uh, Let's go ahead. Let's let's get the criteria a little bit more, you know, nailed down. Let's say, you know, three or less is completely out of the question. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Unless there's a ADU, additional dwelling unit, on the property, yeah. which will increase the bedroom count, and it won't be three. Yeah. So I'd say three or less. Since we're going to be doing a two-person house hack, three or less will just not make the cut. So that's excluded. Anything three will not be, uh, you know should not be submitted for review and will not be opened or viewed by MTV or the producers. Yeah. No, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> no it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, definitely looking for probably, we should probably stick to at least a, a two bedroom because, or a two bathroom because sharing. I would say, uh, I would like, I would prefer three. No. Yeah. Three. I mean, two, two is two, manageable. It's, 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 it's manageable, but three would be prime and ideal because then you can at any, least have any twos our first question needs to be can we add a half half bath yeah property? yeah that would yeah absolutely i mean if you think about it sharing because there's going to be four bedrooms and if we hopefully are able to occupy like a downstairs area or if we need to one of those bedrooms that's still going to be four to five people sharing one ba- bedroom or bathroom that's yep. not going to be a possibility so, yeah. Okay, so a minimum of four bedrooms, minimum of two bathrooms. Got it. And I think that, you know, that that applies. If we find a duplex with two, two, one, I think that counts. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if, if we can find a duplex that's cheap enough, like I was, I was looking at that place that you and I had lived at last at 621 and it was saying that they were, that property was only like 460 or $470,000. That, I mean, that's probably outdated numbers. That's probably from last year, but still, like, that's, I mean, that property definitely is a little more stressed, but I mean, for the location and then what you're getting out of it, that's, that's pretty, it's pretty solid. 
And I mean, yep, I would agree. Brandon Turner was always saying that uh, just because it's not on the market doesn't mean it's not up for sale. You know, some people, they just they have a rental and it's kind of driving them crazy. And you talk to them, you're like, hey, you know, I buy properties. I'm looking for this property and I was looking at yours and I was really interested in it. And then you just get that in their head, you know, oh, this person was looking to buy properties. Even if they're not interested, then they might be interested like six months down the line and you you got a deal just because you put it in their head. So let's let's move into that next. Let's finish up real quick the last couple of requirements that we're going to have for our property. But uh, then let's look into, you know, how we'd like to find this or what, what the deal will look like, what the number is. But uh, I would say, what, what, what do you think for the earliest build? How early are you willing to go? You willing to take a house that's 80 years old or? I mean, I'm, I'm willing to take a house that's born or built in, let's say, what the i mean it doesn't really matter actually how old the house is as long as we're not looking at like a 200 year old house or like a 100 year old house as long as the house if we walk into it and it looks you know like the house i mean i think it was built in like the like the late 60s early 70s i think it was like a 71 or something like that and i mean i would say i would say let's let's rule out everything before 1950 maybe 1960 but let's do some looking into uh you know, when they stopped using certain things like new entire uh, electrical, I don't know when that was really kicked out. I don't know when lead bait paste was or lead bait paste was outlawed. So, um, yeah, I would say we'll need a little bit more research on that one. Yeah, yeah, we'll shoot for late 60s. I would, I would say any anything, anything before 1960 is immediately out. Gotcha. No, yeah, makes sense. Absolutely. I'm, I'm with that 100%. If we had a little bit more experience things like that but i don't really want to run into a 60 year old you know niche market kind of a mechanical flaw that we have to deal with no yeah that 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 makes a lot of sense cool cool anything else we need to go through on you know kind of property type um we'll get into location i mean yeah we can do that now we i mean we already kind of got into location a little bit you know i was kind of saying the central Mm -hmm. around csu because our market is going to be housing for students i mean it doesn't just have to be students but that's going to be like the main proprietor so to all say, this let's say i would i would be willing let's just go by zip code i think 80521 4 and 5 are all in the all in, in our the kind question. of area yeah They're, but i think we might want to just limit it to that if that's what we're looking for cuz i would like i would like to you know i would prefer not to choose one of those outliers i would like to be able to make this work in four columns no yeah absolutely and then i mean try to find somewhere that like i was saying like a little more central so like if they need to walk somewhere if a tenant needs to walk anywhere yep. or bicycle Bus or, pass, bike it, pass. yeah exactly like they Things can like that which we'll get more specific we can't pinpoint that right now but yeah i would say anywhere in those three zip codes will be open to yeah just make it make it as a leaning leaning towards the center of the city 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 center it's where we're starting. Yeah. Working out. Okay. So what kind of deal are we looking for? Are we looking to uh, hit up an agent, find something on the MLS? Oh, um, uh, I'm like – You know, what, or, or I guess what, what kind of deal are we looking to get? Are we willing to pay full price? Are we willing to pay market, market price for a property? Yeah, yeah. I mean – it it really just depends, like, because, like, I'm talking to a real estate agent right now. He's a friend of the person that I'm living with. He hooked him up with this house, you know, and it just really kind of depends on where we're at. And, like, as did or as more houses go for sale, you know, this is winter, so stuff happens. You know, some people's houses go foreclosed or they have to sell their house or they have to move. They get a new job, whatever it might be. So 
we can keep in contact with him and he, we can keep uh, bringing us properties. But I'm also going to be looking on Zillow and any other properties that I can because you can actually get in real close and look at individual properties and their price. And then we can figure out the average pricings for those houses. And then we can actually do direct mail or we can do cold call to those people or even door knocking and just hand them a letter or if anything, you know, whatever it might be. I agree. So, I mean, I would like to say I would, you know, I think I I don't want to pay more than 90% market value for a property. No. yeah, I I think, I think it's going to be very difficult to achieve that, but I think that with the right weed measures in place, the right marketing, the right, I think if we do everything right, it would not be because of course we're going to be renting this not not typical it's going to be a house hack room by room kind of a situation but um i mean i guess if the numbers work i would be willing to pay full price so i don't know if we can really rule that out 100% rule it out completely because looking at exit strategies i think the best way to go with this property depending it really would all depend on the situation where we move out and if we can find, because we, we may manage it for ourselves for a while, but um, I don't, I, I would say unless we can find a, a good property manager that's willing to go room by room to keep our um, cash flow positive, because I think at a market rent, I don't think we're going to find any cash flowing properties within the city in the area we're looking No the market rent. If you rent out the house as a whole, so unless we can find a property manager that's proficient and willing to do room by room, um, just keep our cash flow positive. But we will have we will have two to five years, or we'll have five years if we live in that property for two of the five, which is no problem. Then we can sell it and not pay taxes on the gain. Yeah, absolutely. So unless we can really make that rental situation work flawlessly. I would like to, you know, look into the, the selling it for the gain. But the main thing there is we've got to get a discounted property if we want to make make that method, you know, maximized. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, when it just looking at, like, properties, just as I, I was just looking at properties on Zillow, you know, like, you're looking at, like, straight price. It's like you're looking up into, like, the higher fours, and it's like, you're not going to be able to look on the, like with um the agent and be able to find properties and right out the gate, you know, be able to be like, yeah, this property that he's been sending us, he's been sending us good properties, but it's like, these properties are kind of, they're out of, first of all, our zone. They're all also a little bit out of our price range, but he's saying that they're somewhat negotiable. I mean, I know they are negotiable, but when it comes down to it, the market for Fort Collins and Loveland are growing so fast that you're going to really have to find like off market deals. Like, it's... I, I agree. That's why. So, are we in agreement then that we should we should shoot for something off market? Yeah, let's let's just go ahead and set that in stone because I think yeah because with all the energy that we're going to put in to finding off market deals, it's going to be um, difficult to say the least, to accept a, a full price, you know, of market price to put in an offer at that once we're, you know, once we got the funnel going, we got the machine working, I'm not, I'm not going to be offering market for anything. Right. So I would say, yeah, let's, 
let's shoot for an off-market deal that we can get some sort of a, a slant on the price. Yeah, absolutely. Like I was saying, like, um, whenever you come down or I come up, we know we can go driving for dollars. And even then, like, all my time that I have spared, I can even just go. Like, we don't even have to do actual direct mail. Like, I can just drop mail in people's boxes like because i'm pretty pretty solid in the area that i'm at right now i'm, I'm pretty much in the area where we, where we would want to be investing so oh definitely and i mean i don't think it will be too much of a problem for us to figure out how to you know really pinpoint some of the contact information for the owners of these properties oh no it should it should i mean as long as i know i mean i know there's there's a lot of people who you know they they their market they've They've got the information for everybody. Yeah. You know, maybe a few outlanders that they just can't find the, the number or the address for the owner or something. But, you know, typically if you put the time in, you can get, you know, any property in your zip codes that you're interested in, you can find that information. Absolutely. So, you know, I, yeah, I think, I think that's going to be the way to go. Really focus on the marketing. Um, and just, I mean, just look for something better better deal than what we're going to be looking at what we have been looking at on the MLS. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's only so much that you can really like do with some of these properties that you're seeing on the MLS because of the, the price and the amount of our our criteria for our house, you know, with a four bed, two bath, like there's only, you can only work numbers so far. Like you can't really stretch them. You can try to squeeze 65 minutes into an hour, but you're going to be the loser by the end of it. It's the way it works. Absolutely. Yep. So, yep. So that's going to take some research. That's something we need to get into. Um, but I think that's that's good that we're in agreement that an off market deal at a, a little bit of a discount due to, I think the discount really it needs to be a motivated seller that's looking or that's that we're going to be able to negotiate some of the, I, I'd like to see some issues with the property, yeah, something yeah. we could fix up. Definitely. Over, you know, it, with the two of us for a year or two years living in the property, we can handle, you know, anything that doesn't take an expert, we can handle on our own. Yeah. And anything that does take an expert, you know, we're going to be there to learn it for next time. So I'm willing to cop up a little money there, but you know, something we can force some appreciation, appreciation on, because I don't foresee this room to room, uh, model that we have being really applicable forever. Yeah, you know, no, that's this... gonna be it's gonna be very hard to find a property manager that's gonna, you know, manage the property to the grade that we were. And so I think I think shooting with our our primary exit strategy plan one would be sell within five years of buying. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even though it... I'm focusing more on buy and hold, or together we are, but. I think selling the first one that we really house hack and do the creative kind of, you know, the numbers didn't work. So we made them work. I think it would be beneficial for us to find something with a little bit, a little bit of value add and then sell it within five years. Yeah. Living there for two years, live and flip, you know, burr house hack, kind of a, a mashup, a little bit of each, you know, beginner level of each strategy to get the most, most gain. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. <clears throat> I, I completely agree. I mean, it does. It doesn't even have to be five years. It could. It could be like right at the two year mark, so we can get the capital yeah. gains. Or yeah, I mean, it's got to be two. Two out of the five. Yeah. You know, whenever, whenever it. You know, because, you know, there's always a recession coming in eighteen months. So you know, two years from now, we have no idea where it's going to be. In my opinion, it's going to be. Uh, I mean, no, nah, I don't know if I'll speak on that yet. I, I don't think. 
I think it's going to be stable for for more than the the typical eighteen month prediction. I think. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, I, we'll skip that. We're talking about our plan right now. So. <laughs> there's, there's not a lot that we can we can say at least. There really is not. I mean, yeah. when, I could I could I could hurl my loosely educated opinions about the uh, podcast, but I'm not going to. <laughs> right. It's it's all speculation when it comes down to it, at least for Yeah, us. I mean, to, I mean really that's all we're doing is brainstorming talking, but I don't need to make any market predictions. I'm not the uh, <laughs> not the marketer here. Not that guy. I'm yet. not yeah, I'm not the guy. I'm not <laughs> That's above my pay grade. <laughs> so um Yeah, what else what else do you think for our, our plan, what else needs to be brought up right now? Um, our overall plan, not as much our steps, but our plan. Okay. What would we like to see happen? We can get into further down the line. We can get into after this property. We can get into any any point of the way. What do you got? Um, so, I mean, how are we going to – let's just jump in a little bit of how we're going to actually manage this and um, okay. some, of the, like some, some of the ways that we're going to be able to bring tenants in, like – what are what are some yeah. marketing ideas that you have just spitballing to bring people in because there's plenty of yeah. housing places out here there's plenty of college dorms or whatever it might be absolutely. but what's going what's going to make vacancy our... is going to be an issue no yeah and absolutely we need that's we're going to need to address so you know just a couple things off top that's uh i think in the market we're in if we can make our place an enjoyable place to stay a place let's say it's you know it is a college town so you know we don't want to set a um a 9 p.m quiet time on saturdays (laughs) right you know what i mean um but no if we can keep uh the college students with their excellent co-signing parents (laughs) you know what i mean in uh if we can keep them excited about our property because there's a lot of people who know a lot of people and i think a good way to find – of course, we're going to need to do our own verification on every single tenant heavily, uh, always always checking our tenants out. But um, I think referrals will be a good way to keep the vacancy to a, a bare minimum kind of a situation. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> always leave the option up where you're going to sign a year lease. If you want to leave in the summer, that's fine as long as we can verify and accept your tenant. That You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then – even even you know be creative and say we'll cancel your lease it won't be a sublet we'll cancel your lease if you can find you know what i mean something like that so that so that we can always try to have somebody lined up ready to go you know what i mean yeah and offer them a discount on the deposit if they take it as is you know yeah instead of a 700 dollars deposit for your 700 dollars a room month if you want to do a 350 dollars deposit and the paint is going to be you know pump tack holes and you know you're you're friend spilled a pepsi on the floor you know we're not gonna fix that (laughs) but you know you know offering i think kind of creative things like that because we we resonate with that that group of people we've lived in fort collins we've had our times um i think coming up with you know things kind of like that instead of you know the typical property management because we won't be typical property managers we'll be you know pretty pretty aware of what's going on no yeah yeah I mean, we're gonna be there, so like. But, but yeah, I mean, having having referrals, I think I think that'll be a good way to keep the vacancy down, keep everything full. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, like that doesn't really go into how to find our original tenants, which you know I don't foresee being too much of an issue. But I, I mean, think that we, referral kind of we, you know if you can if you if your if your little brother's moving in, and you're moving out, you know, and you know it's a great place, and you know we could we could set something up so that there's you know 
same U-Haul is moving one person in, moving the other person out same day. Right, right, yeah. That makes sense. I mean, whatever. I mean, bringing in referrals or, I mean, I've, I've never heard of anyone doing this, which might be actually kind of interesting, but just putting up bandit signs. Like, because they talk about a lot of people putting up bandit signs to buy properties, but I've never heard of anyone doing bandit signs to lease properties. Like, The only thing I would think with that is I've looked for a lot of apartments in Fort Collins, and you have too. Yeah. You know, where do you where do you go? Um, Immediately. Oh no, I'm you check the internet. No, yeah. But I'm saying like go up in CSU and put a bandit sign up somewhere. You know, like I mean, just kind of spitballing ideas. You know, maybe no, 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 because let's develop that then. All right. So a bandit sign in CSU on a bulletin board somewhere that says room for rent. <clears throat> Call the current tenant for a review. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something yeah. like that where it's like, uh, you know, have a little, you know, have some some decorative, you know, some some suggestive imagery of, you know, how we live our life on the uh, sign. And then, you know, if somebody needs a room for rent and they're, they're going to give this guy a call and say, you know, how's it how's it living there? He's like, oh, man, it's, it's great. But I got to move out, go back home for the summer, this, that, you know what I mean? Whatever. Uh so do like a really creative bandit sign more than just a phone number and a sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something cool, something enticing. Um, that could work. Yeah. That could be pretty cool. Yeah. I that mean, could be pretty um, cool. I mean, later down the line, uh, a friend of Kira's Jackson, um, he, what he does, he's doing marketing with uh, websites right now in California. So basically he sets up a website and he basically gets it to where he calls people that have used like let's say it was a tow truck company he calls all the people that have used the company or he has like other people in the company they will basically get their reviews from that and then put it into this website and then they'll just put all of the relevant things up and basically try to bump that up this is definitely going to be later down the line because this is going to take a couple grand but Basically, it just bumps it up to one of the first things that you'll see as a search when you type in Google room for rent, yep. like, and yep. then it'll pop up as one of the very first things you can see. And then, boom, it'll pop our website it's up. Google AdWords. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was saying the other day when you were like, I'm not clicking the ad. I was like, all the ad means is that somebody paid to have that there, <laughs> which probably means the service is exceptional. No, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? No, no, I get it. I get it. But, like, just. But, yeah, no, no. I, I mean, we got to look into all of that, but uh, no bandit signs, Google AdWords, Facebook ads. Oh yeah, you know I uh, Facebook ads, the Facebook marketplace. I mean, I don't know. Is... I think I think tenant placement for us is going to be kind of a. You know, we might have a waiting list. I mean, yeah, potentially. I mean, as long as, once we once we get well, our that, signs up, it really up. depends how we can get the house running. If we can get it, you know, you pay for your utilities. Or you pay a cut of utilities every month. You pay a fourth or whatever. But we handle, you know, lawn care, certain certain things. You know, if we can get it to where the, the tenants really enjoy staying with us. And, yeah, and just make, like, the, the I, house, I, like, tenant-proof, essentially, and just make it yeah. as, like, okay. as tenant-friendly as it is. A little bit extra on the, you know, the, the heavy-duty uh, extra life linoleum or whatever it may be, you know. There's plenty of resources we can find the the very best quality products to use to keep things tenant proof. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of people who have really figured that out. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, it shouldn't be too hard, but I mean, it's, it's going to kind of be on the, the shittier end because we might, you know, once we first move in, we might be there for like two months or like three months vacant, 
or not completely vacant, but have some vacancy where we're doing work on one of the rooms or doing work on multiple yep. of the rooms. And that's just to make it more friendly. But while we're in that time frame, I think that would be in our best interest to also, I mean, it's, it's, we're going to be have to double it up and kind of cinch it down on the belt, but be able to really set up like the Facebook ads. If we have the money and time, we can do the Google ads. We can do bandit signs. We can do referrals all while we're having the property worked on by us or another person or contractor. And you can show yeah. them like what is being done to the house while we're doing it. And then show them afterwards, like this house is constantly being yeah, like, no, I mean, just do, just do something a little bit one up, one up and a little above and beyond what everybody else is doing. It would not take that much money to set up a live feed of the work being done. And I would just dramatize You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, this 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 room will be done. It's gonna look like this on, you know, X day, X month, X year, um. And you know, we're in here, you know, getting it done. You know, whatever. Like, uh, we could definitely, yeah. Because I mean, that's what I'm saying is we gotta we gotta be proactive. We gotta have a waiting list. No, yeah. We have to we have to dominate the market for single bedroom rentals. We gotta have, you know, three of the most desirable bedrooms. <laughs> in the city you know yeah the landlord is going to be on property and you're going to get along with us just fine you know right like, like uh, we're no different never any worries yeah it's, it's not I, really... I know the people we'll be renting to they're gonna have you know co-signers and certain you know if they put a hole in the wall they'll fix it you know yeah well, i mean because it's we're, we'll make we'll make sure the property is worth staying in so as long as it's reasonable for them to stay there if they're still going to school or whatever you know, so, so we can keep that vacancy to a minimum. We can keep just, yeah, everything full all the time. Yeah, yeah. And just, you know, just keep really working on the marketing between bringing people in yeah. and, like, helping people, like you were saying, get out. Like, I'm not really trying to be the yeah. guy that Hit says, em. like, oh, you signed a 12-month contract. You know, like, you have to do 12 months. If you don't want to do 12 months, like you were saying, you can give us a referral. You can give us a person. We'll give a background check. Something like that yeah. where it's like, it's like, an, it's like, all right. It's an easy way it, out. Yeah, if you can get us a tenant for this room with, you know, whatever whatever our terms are, X credit score, da 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 da, da. If they have a co a cosigner parent who paid for their school, I'm cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. If there's a if there's a credit card waiting for me to hit them with a uh, repair bill or a eviction, whatever it is, if something you know if something turns out terrible, as long as there's that, because I mean, a lot of these kids have cosigners to their apartments, and I mean, that's you and very, I did very trusty. Yeah, I am absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I mean, well, no, because, you know, because I like college kid, I don't want to tell him, you know, you got to pay for, uh, for May through August, you know what I mean? You know, you got to, you got to sign the full lease, you know, but I'm going to be at home. Eh, sorry, bud. You know, you know, we don't want to do that. We want to say, you know, we're renting in Fort Collins. We know what's up. You know, there's plenty of people who would rather stay here for the summer than their dorm or their house or whatever. You know, right. people who need a room for the summer. And I mean, if you can find us, you know, if you can spend your whole school year talking to all the kids that are going to CSU and see if you can find somebody to take your room for the summer, if they'll sign a three month lease just for the summer, you know, we'll sign you a nine month lease at that point, you know. Right. Something. I mean, just like, yeah, just make it as, yeah, like, say, we'll, as, we'll as sign a 12 month friendly. lease with, yeah, yeah, just, just very tenant, you know, just respect the lifestyle of the tenant. Yeah. And just try to, you know, work things a little bit to where, you know, it's more even even with all the property managers that I liked doing business with in Fort Collins, it was still very you know rigid 
you know, your rent goes up for nine months versus 12, you know, things right. like that. But if we're like, we'll, we'll, we'll sign you a 12-month lease, 12 months rent. If you can find the qualified ten, tenant to move in within six days, seven days of you moving out, then we'll not sublet anything. We'll close your lease at that point. You know, have yeah. an addendum in there that, you know. And then, like, they can they can figure out whether or not if they want to um, retract their deposit, and depending upon what happens, if they're um, the person that's relinquishing that whole contract comes in, if they're taking over that uh, deposit or they're putting down their own deposit, if they want things, you know, to be tacked up or painted or whatever it might be, you know, yep. or if they're not, you know, yep. Whatever it is, just basically just because like whenever I lived in the property and like you were saying, it's very rigid, very square, like very like this is what's happening. This is what needs to be done. There's no yeah, these are the terms. That. These like, are the terms no matter what, no matter where you go. These are going to be the terms. Like there's definitely live with them, you know, we're definitely like, you know, there's you, room to improve that process. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like there's going to be points where it's like, hey, you know, we'll give you like the three to whatever five business days leniency on like the rent or whatever it was that I had in my last property. You know, if you weren't able to pay it on this date, that's fine. But on that sixth or whatever date might be, da da da, you know, you now are tacked on $75 from every day. Like I can work with you. I can, I can yep. do whatever it is, but I mean, well, no, that's, that's some of the things we won't squeeze on is we'll, we'll squeeze on the terms. You know, if everybody does everything right, we'll, we'll try to make this work as best for you as we can. No. Yeah. And I mean, but, there's, there, you know, there's a the late fees are going to be charged. No. Yeah, yeah. Unconditionally every month. If your rent is paid after this time, this day, there will be this fee. Yeah. Period. You know what I mean? Like, because, because that's, I'm the type of renter. If someone tells me that there's no wiggle room on the late fees, I'm going to say, you know, you know, good. You know, I'm going to, I plan to pay my rent on time. You know, right. I don't have to worry about that. You know, that doesn't matter to me at all. You're running a business. I'm glad you're running it. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't want any tenants that are thinking, you know, if I'm five days late on it, no, it, you know, I've got bills waiting on that bill. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, like, it makes sense. Late fees, late fees happen. Yeah. But, um, I can't remember. But, you know, I I can't remember what episode it was on Bigger Pockets, but I remember listening to one where there was a lady that was talking about how she would rent out to people, and whenever you know she had a a tenant that she really liked or whatever it may have been, you know, like, and it was always working really well, you know, around Christmas, you know, like she would like a lady would get late, she would get a late late notice saying, hey, if you don't pay your your rent tomorrow, you know you're going to have late fees and she'd pay it on that day, but like she never actually paid it late. And just for that, you know, like making, like she may have been in that leniency time, but just saying thanks to your tenant, she would give her like a 50 or a hundred dollar, like Walmart gift card. Just saying, you know, well, that's my thing is you were never late. No, yeah. <laughs> you always, you know, no, yeah. As even long as you you're pay, never late. Even if you pay your rent with a late fee, because I know I've heard plenty of stories. People, you know, this guy pays his rent. He pays the late fee. Every single month, he's about a week late. He just can't get caught up, but he pays the late fee every month. Right. You know what I mean? Like, either of those situations are fine with me. It's just when when there's question of whether or not they're going to end up paying, that's when I'm getting concerned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so, but yeah, no, like I mean, we've uh, we've hit pretty far into the um, plan. Yeah, the meat and potatoes of the whole thing. The meat and potatoes, the whole idea that we're kind of trying to go for, and you know. As you can see, this is all very loosely organized. We don't have anything set in stone, you know. You know, we're coming up with it. You're you're listening to us come up with what we're gonna do. Yeah, exactly. So 
now we're going to switch over to the section of the show. Today, we're going to focus a little bit on uh, some lead measures, some actual actions that can be measured and taken to ensure that everything we said just now happens in an efficient and most efficient, most dominating manner. So, uh, hold on real quick. Let me see. We, so we talked about marketing. Yep. That's one thing we need to go through. We talked about, all right, let's say, uh, as opposed to marketing, that's, it's too loose of a term. Let's say deal acquisition and tenant acquisition. Or t- tenant acquisition is going to be after. So we need to focus on deal acquisition right now because this is prior to the deal. What steps do we need to take to get the deal closed? That's what we're going for right now? Yep. Sounds good to me. Okay. So deal acquisition, that's something we need to focus on. Financing. How we're going to save and arrange a loan. Save for a down payment and arrange a loan. So deal acquisition, financing. What else seems to happen before this property is closed? I mean, before this property closes, I feel like we, I mean, we, we probably should really like get a whole entire layout. Of, I mean, we're going to have our contingency, so we're going to be able to look at the property. We're going to be able to tell them, yeah or nay, if we're going to be able to close. But we should probably have ads up already running, not for prop- not for a specific address, but for, you know, like I am renting a room out so we can actually start getting that list built up for people that need a room or would like to come check some stuff out, you know, and then yep. right out the gate. So once we close. Honestly, I would say, I would say upon closing, we, we would want to have everything ready. And we would want to start paying for the Facebook to, to start, you know, advertising it upon closing. Oh, no, it's, I mean, we don't even have to pay for it if we're doing that uh, Facebook marketplace. That's completely free. You can sell oh, marketplace, but there's, you know, like the Facebook banner and side ads and everything. Oh, yeah, Those yeah, work yeah. very well. Yeah. But, uh, but no, anything that we're paying for or anything like that, we should, we should have that start up, you know, upon closing so that we can have accurate information about the property and whatnot. No, yeah. And I mean, for stuff that we weren't paying for, I was thinking, you know, just basically have ads up already so that we can have a list built up because we don't have to put any property details down. You know, you can just kind of say, hey, we could we could throw some ads up and say, hey, we're we're looking to rent out a room of a house. You know, if you're looking to rent in the future, you know, hit us up. We'll keep you in the books. We'll let you know when we get a property. But if you're willing to sign a two-year lease right off the bat, we'll look for a property that kind of suits your needs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Put <laughs> yeah. that up first. Like, you know, we'll we'll choose something with an extra garage spot for you if you're willing to sign a two-year lease. That <laughs> well, no, yeah, actually, no, no, that's, no, that's great. Actually, um, we can we can do that, but we can talk to people and kind of, you know, we'll we're, like we're a, tenants. Or, we're, we're tenants of Fort Collins itself, but we also want to hear what other people want. So, like, we can kind of accommodate no what, that's what i'm saying yeah. you're saying put the put the add up for the room first without the details i like that because yeah we could be like uh i mean we'd be we'd be almost like a, a broker of the room or it's just, just very specialized you know yeah the tenant hits us up like yo i'm willing to sign you know 10 percent above market value for the room for two years if you can find me a property with abc Okay, we'll let you know. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And then, you know, you pass that on to all of our our fucking our property brokers. And they'll uh they'll be yeah. looking for that, you know, and tell them you get a 4% commission if you can find something with that 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 cuz we know we're going to have a 10% above market rent for 2 years at this. You know what I mean? Something like that. 
even though yeah. without having somebody sign something, you know, somebody could tell us they want a freaking, you know, a solar panel for their lawnmower, you know, whatever. <laughs> and we go and get, <laughs> we go and get their specific um, request and then, you know, they don't answer the phone. So we'd have to look into that. No, yeah, that's true. But I mean, just kind of like re- reiterating what we were saying before, just as so make this as what we need to start doing now. Then, friendly as possible. What we need to start doing now is start talking to renters who are renting rooms in Fort Collins. Yeah, yeah, actually, I, I can talk to some people. Yeah, uh, we, we need everybody to, Conley. That's what I'm saying. We, people who talk. are renting individual rooms, we need to figure out, you know, because what I would say is, you know, no quiet hours and, you know, you can't have more than two friends at a time. Things like that are the things that people are looking to avoid. Other than that, they're probably good. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, they probably don't care too much about the architecture of the spot or anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go look at, like, Rams Village or Rams Park or whatever it might be, wherever Conley's living at, he's got a he's got two he got two female roommates and one male roommate, and him and the male share, share a bathroom and the females share the other bathroom. And, I mean, they all share a fridge. They all share living spaces. And, I mean, as long as you, like, we really screen the tenants like we should be doing in the first place, it shouldn't really be a problem. Because, I mean, we've had people over over at his house or that little apartment, and we've all hung out. We've all had a good time. It was super rad. And, like like I'm saying, like, as long as we just be really diligent with screening who mm-hmm. we let in. And, I mean, it's not going to be hard. We're, we're pretty fucking relaxed people. We're That's pretty, what I'm saying. I'm cool with pretty much pretty, most of the action. As long as, as long as their money lines up and they have a co-signer or they really do have a, a good career in place, you know? But Yeah, as, as long as the credit matches up or the co-signer does, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Whatever it might be. So, uh, so we're, we're talking about some actions that we need to take. Our big ones, so yeah, are the, just, our big ones are going to be financing and deal acquisition. That's going to be, you know, that's really the two things you need to close the deal. Yeah, you know, we could kind of wing it on everything else, which I would never recommend. But you know, those yeah. are the two <laughs> things that need to be in order before. So, um, how much money do we want to have when we're when we when we're, you know, how much money do we want to have put away to, you know what I mean, like. What, is, yeah, what, yeah, does our, yeah. I mean, what does our account need to look like at the point where we are saying, yes, we're ready to close? Are you, are you saying jointly or separately? Just jointly. What, what amount do we need to have? This is, a, this is a partnership. I'm thinking at least like fifteen dollars to $20,000, like at least. I would agree. Let's, let's be conservative with all the money, everything, forever. Let's be conservative. Let's say, just for the sake of argument right now, that we need, I would prefer twenty five, but let's say twenty. We need yeah. we need twenty grand disposable liquid income or liquid capital ready to go before we can close. So, how are we going to save that? Um, that's just going to be a little bit more on the the be more diligent on the mint side. You know, really be that's that's what really I'm saying be... is each week we need to be going over. I mean, I'm saying when I say open finances, I'm thinking each week. We need to. This is what I spent money on. This is why. Yeah. And the two of us need to agree because if we're if we're signing up for a partnership, which we are, um, you know, it's got to be, it's got to be completely open. You know what I'm saying? You know, if I order thirty dollars worth of Domino's, I need it all in one night. I need to feel, <laughs> you know, I need to be held accountable if we're a partner. You know what I mean? Same goes yeah. for you. Yeah. You know. 
Exactly. If you buy the sixty bottle of whiskey, sixty dollar bottle of whiskey instead of a twenty dollar one, I'm gonna be like, dude, <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> we need to have that. It's like that, that bottle of whiskey better last you a couple months. So yeah, right. So let's all right. Let's say that then. So each week we need to be going through specific transactions. Exactly what has changed from last week and why. Exactly what money we've made. Exactly what money we've spent. So yep. like all the yeah. So let's. I would say I, I don't think right now I can come up with an exact figure on what I can save per week. Um, it's going to take me – I mean, I could have that already by next week. Of, what? Of exactly what I'm going to be saving each week, like so that we have a date that the money will be acquired. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that we can say for sure if we continue at this pace with, you know, this budgeted for unexpected circumstances, whatever, we will have the money by Jan 1 or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. So I think next week I could come up with an exact figure on what I can say per week. Makes sense. Because, no, no yeah. I mean, I'll, uh, be, next, I'll be gone a lot. Week, you'll, I... be, you'll be doing a lot of the – like when I'm gone Monday to Thursday, like I, I'm going to need you to to be there to help, help with shit, you know what I mean? So – No, Yeah. Uh, but I'm making a little bit more money than you are right now. So, you know, I have no problem with my chunk of the savings being, you know, proportionally larger. Yeah, no, I mean, whatever works, like, I'm definitely going to be, I'm not going to throw every penny I have at this, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. We'll come up with something reasonable for the two of us. But, like, so mine's going to be a little bit higher for what I need to save. But that's because I'm going to be gone once the property's there, and you're going to be doing some of the hand. You know, you know what I mean. The part, the partnership matches up. We're good to go there. But no, yeah. So, so I would say for the financing. So the down payment, in order to get the down payment, we need to go through finances every week, set up a set goal for dollars per week saved to reach X number twenty thousand by X date. Cool. Cool. Sounds good. So, uh, what 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 date are you thinking? Do you thinking Jan first is well, when we should have this money? I think we should look at what we can save per week and watch watch how it plays out. I can save this much maximum per week. If both of us save, you know, whatever it is that we can per week, when are we going to hit that goal? And then we're going to look at that day, whatever date that is, and we'll say, A, that's cool, that works, that that'll be just fine, or B, we need to increase. Uh, earnings or decreased spending because that date is too late. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Um, let's see here. Because every time uh, I go just... into my budget and I say I need to save $786 a week, I make it work, but then it's you know impossible. And then there's, there's no way. <laughs> so I say look at what you can reasonably and comfortably, well, you know, relatively comfortably. I'm not trying to be too comfortable in our saving process. But, you know, reasonably <laughs> save per week and then just see what that date is with the two of our incomes combined. And if that date is too late, then we need to A, increase earnings or B, decrease spendings. Gotcha. Um, so I think that works for financing. But the anything else you want to add to, like, the personal saving of the down payment? Um, no, not really. I, I mean, mean, yeah, I think that honestly, pretty much – I would, I would, that just pretty much summed it up. I just kind of crunched a little bit of numbers right here on my little notepad. Yep. Um, look, looking about how much money I, I, I like to lowball how much money I'm going to be making it comparative to saving and stuff. Um, 
the 20,000, the 20 to 25, that should actually be a very doable number, especially because I'm doing a little bit longer hours of work and I'm getting incentives for driving and pumping oil. So I'll be making more than more money than I'm averagely making. But, um, yeah, no, that, that 20 to 25 should be an actual I think very that sounds doable fine. number. I think that sounds – anything less than that I'm, is – I'm saying I, sh- I should be able to easily be able to put like, a ha- like half of that down easy. Well, that's what I'm saying is I think that number is fine. I think 25 would be perfect. If we look at the date and it's, it's very early, let's go 25 and see what that looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, but, so it, this doesn't mean we're closing on a deal in January either. This could we no, could be closing no, it in just, May. It just means we are ready. We are in yeah. position to close. So, all right. So we're running a little long on this section. So let's just we'll we'll do the deal acquisition next week. This week is finances, cool. but let's focus because there's another half to the finances, and that's, I mean, really before we can speak too much, we need to go to the bank. I would say, yeah, I we, would say we this definitely. Week, Oh, the, so, um, what is what is a guarantee? One day out of the next, or out of the five days of this week, Monday through Friday, would you be able to be off at five thirty or six p.m. One of those days. Um. What? What? So. Like when any, are you able to actually? No, I'm saying I can actually like tell my boss, "Hey, I got to go on lunch for a little bit extended time, or whatever it might be." You know, I can talk to him and be, might be rough yeah. because I'm gonna be. I would prefer. Because I'm going to be in Longmont resetting a store. And gotcha. so I would like to, when I'm done for the day, head towards Fort Collins would be easier for me as opposed to driving up there, going to the bank and coming back to do more resetting. You know what I no, mean? No, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but the bank's we'll still closed at 7. You know, yeah, we would so need, we'll def- if, if you we'll could be off to by, play by ear. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. but we can commit to that, that there will be a 30-minute meeting at the bank this week. Yeah, it's it's just kind of like, you know, with Whenever me doing works, no, two separate titles. You could, you could call me and be like, yo, today works for me. I'll be off at this time. I'll be like, perfect. I'll be in Fort Collins at that time. So, cool. but yeah, we need to get into the bank. We need to say, hey, look, you know, I've already, because I've already been in there and talked to them. I know I'm approved up to 340. I'm not sure how all the partner stuff works. We yep. definitely want to do some research on that before we go in there and sound like fools. But, uh, I mean, that's, that's who we need to talk to, the people who would be giving us the loan. You know, they can tell us exactly what's up. So, no, we'll make that meeting exactly. this week to figure out the financing. We'll let them know about our down payment, whatnot. Um, so, cool. I think so, that Yeah, works. no, sounds good. Yeah, sometimes this, uh, this week, yeah, we should be able to just swing in real quick, like right after work and just talk to a guy, you know, and figure out exactly where our numbers yeah. are. I mean, it took me – it was, it was a very, we... very quick process when I went in there. You know, it wasn't getting a – I don't know, pre-approved or pre-qualified. I don't remember which one is – one of them significantly easier. You don't need your tax returns or anything. It's just you go in there and you say, this is how much I make, and, you know, this is my taxes, da 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 da, da. And if that's all correct when you bring in the information. But they'll, they'll, they'll be able to give you an estimate right there how much they can loan you if everything you said is true. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what we'll need to do. Out. We'll just need to go in there and then, you know, because let's say it does bump us up to 400000 You know, that opens up a little bit of what we need to be looking at. Even though yeah, I would, yeah. I would love to get a little bit of a repair cost rolled into loan. Um, no, if yeah, we could get, definitely. If we could get pre-approved for four hundred thousand, buy something for three fifty, and then have that extra fifty um, for repairs and whatnot, and increasing, forcing the appreciation on the property, I think that would be great. But we got to go talk to a bank this week. 
figure that out. Absolutely. So anything else on financing? Because that pretty much um, ate up all of our time for that section. No, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, mean, I think that's, good on that. that's pretty good. We'll go through at the end commitments of exactly what that looks like. Yeah. Sounds good. Perfect. Perfect. So um, I think we're going to get into some, some level one, level four actions, just kind of an organic discussion about, you know, how we've been doing, the kind of yeah. action we've been taking, what's, uh, what it's looking like. So uh, how, how, how was your week? Productive? Uh, yeah, it was productive. I mean, I, I know I analyzed four deals on properties. I was looking all over Colorado. I looked at a couple in Denver. I looked at one or one in Loveland, one in Fort Collins, but, um, I wasn't as proactive as I wanted to be on that. I wouldn't necessarily say I was level one action, but I can't say I'm level four. So that's going to be a whole lot of, you know, yeah. didn't really do I mean, what I, I expected. I don't know if I feel like that's the, the primary, primary concern. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like with the deal, well, want- that's awesome to get to practice. We should definitely, we'll, we'll commit to some at the end of this week, just every week commit to a certain amount. I, I like that. Um, no. Yeah. I'm just, I would just want to be able to crunch the numbers without fast. having any, well, not just fast, but also be, you know, content with what I'm putting in and yeah. being like, yes, this yeah. is what's to happening. To be able to confidently without hesitation say yes or no, this will work or won't work. Exactly. You know, I agree. So yeah, we'll keep going on those per week. But I mean, that, um, yeah, yeah, the finances, that's what we need to get on. But what else? What else? Yeah. Um, the level four action, uh, just, I guess I'm kind of right in the middle with both of them because, I mean, I was doing real good. I mean, I was at a concert last night with a buddy, you know, we – we're drinking. We had a good time, and I was doing doing great, you know, doing fine without the nicotine. And I was actually doing a lot better than I thought. And then, just out of muscle memory, I had my hand out and I wasn't looking. And then he passed me his vape, and then I just instinctively put it to my mouth. And I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. Like right out the gate, I was like, "Today would have been two weeks nicotine free," and I'm like, real disappointed in myself. But I mean, I'm I'm stoked that I made it that far. But I mean, my lady, she's in a she's a psychology major. So, I mean, relapsing is kind of part of the phase of quitting or kicking a habit. It's not something that you can really avoid. I mean, some people can just because they have the mind and ability to do so, but the average person doesn't. So I can only kick myself in the ass so many times for that. Well, I mean, you did a hell of a lot better than I did. (laughs) I have reduced (laughs) my nicotine intake 0%. Yeah. I've pretty much reduced mine to about 99.9%. Pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> pretty significantly higher <laughs> i mean it is but by the end of the day you don't compare yourself to me you want to compare yourself to you exactly by the end of the day do or do not by the end of the day do or do not i did not there was no try you did not but, try, yeah. oh that's where i'm what at about, i did not try either <laughs> what, what about you what are, what are some level ones level fours i mean uh, this week i uh i didn't work much this week i did a lot of computer work and stuff but i didn't um i was planning on going to california this week but the plans fell through so i really took the week to i reorganized my car organized my storage unit i did a lot of the uh the behind the scenes kind of make sure i'm effective you know uh reorganized my room uh set all my stuff up so i mean i i really got organized this week good to go got everything on my to-do list, did kind of a David Allen, kind of a, you know, looked at everything I've got, got it all sorted out, 
that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. Organizing myself was a level level four action this week. Um, yeah. Level one action, I would say, I was really I, wa- I wanted to come into this week with uh, my mint account because it, the mint account it's very easy to stay caught up on everything with that. It takes like two to three minutes a day tops just to go in and say, you know, what new expenses have popped up that I've spent money on the last couple of days, make sure they're categorized, right? That's really it. But you know, I'm, yeah. I'm a good two months behind in my account where everything is fairly accurate, but there's a lot of gas, you know, Seven Eleven comes up as fast food or this or that, you know what I mean? You got to kind of go yeah. in and figure out what you actually spend that money on. And, uh, categorize it kind of, but I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm a couple months behind i was looking to really have my mint everything set up perfect for this week but i did not i mean we're both lacking in not lacking in aspects of the things that we're trying to do but i mean we're both struggling and working on our own separate goals so right. I, mean, I mean that's the joy of the podcast though is we started it off young you know what i mean <laughs> right. Yeah. Last There's... week for the first episode, when you told me we were recording the first episode, I said, "What?" Right. But we did, and here <laughs> we are. And now you, uh, you all get to watch our slowly but surely journey to uh, everything we're going for here. To the mastermind and to success. Yep. 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 So. Because. Let me see. Hold up. We've got. We we touched a lot of the topics that oh, we were gonna. We pretty much no. We hit everything. We're on we're on schedule. We're six minutes ahead right now, actually. So wow. Um, well, this was gonna be the kind of organic. You know what's up? What should we talk? What what, what are the, some things what, that we want to address in this podcast? So what, each week what, what do you want to? What do you what do you want to be accountable for next week? What what's something that you would? Well, that's that's the next session. Is we're gonna or let's just no. Let's let's jump right into that now. Let's jump into our closing yeah. accountability session. Yeah. So, uh, so what's something that you want to be accounted for? Hold on. For your following. Let's week? get this very, very documented. And next week when we come in with or without the, you know, I'm going to grab my journal right now. Anybody listening, yep. I would recommend starting a journal. I really would. Really having a journal is excellent. Um, so I've got, I'm going to find a pod or a, a section in here that I haven't really put much into yet. And I'm going to switch it out. So online notes. I had a bunch of pages set up for online notes, but most of these, you know, because that was for, you know, TED Talks or whatever I found, da, 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 da. most of that stuff sinks in pretty well. I don't really need to go back through and note it. Um, yeah. So I think I'm good there. So I'm going to scratch out online notes, and this is the new podcast section. Actually, what am I doing? Grabbing a black pen. This is my journal, bro. I want it in color. <laughs> <laughs> All right, podcast. Let's see if I see if that works. All right. Uh, so yeah, I'm creating a podcast section of the journal just to go through. We can kind of. I don't know. I really like the journey. The journey is awesome. So yeah, I'm going through a podcast section journal. Um, Sunday, October twenty seventh at five fifty six. PM home Denver podcast week two accountability. 
Okay, so going back through today, we'll, we have our, our typical things that we'll be able to remember pretty easily. Let's go back through. So let's go back through the plan and the steps while it's fresh on our mind. What do, what do we need okay. to commit to this week unconditionally that if that, you know, we've been kind of lenient so far. Um, we've got two good shows in a row now. Next week, we need to have some structure in like, you know, stone, you set, agreed set, to like... this, 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 you know, four workouts. You know, I brought two today, not four. I should have to put a big X in two of those boxes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so for our plan, yeah, just to, just get some things in stone that we can review next week. Um, yeah. So right out, right out the gate, I'm thinking visit the bank. Visit the bank. I agree. Visit the bank. Like that's kind of got to be the no brainer. Right visit out the gate. bank duo. So that has to happen. So before I, I think something else we should add in this. So what does that look like? So visit bank. So what's going to, the first step that's going to need to be done for that, I think, is you're going to need to call me midday at one of these days and say, I can be off tonight at X time. Yeah. You agree? I agree. Because I can, I'm, I'll be 30 minutes from Fort Collins and I can plan to end 30 minutes before this. So give me a couple hours notice, you know, two hours notice is fine. And say, I'll be Absolutely. off, I'll be off at five. I'll be off at six whatever we need to be ready to go you need to be waiting for me at this time at this location so we can get to the bank sounds good yeah so that's what that looks like cool perfect not as long as we're in agreement there um so yeah at one of the one of these five weekdays you have to call me and let me know what's up yeah excellent it's gonna be, and Monday be on me to make it work. friday anytime yep um all right, and then I mean, are we just going to keep the the workouts and the runs in there just right out the gate? Let's let's go into that after because that's part okay. of our standard accountability session. Let's go back in through some accountability for I mean the plans. Let's, we let's, can't really be accountable for the plan, but the steps. Yeah, are there any well, other let's steps? Get some, let's some finances. We need to finances. We need to really buckle. Yeah, so, we we really need to buckle down on like. Let's mint focus and, solely on mint for this week. Okay. Yeah. Let's make our mint our top. Priority. The bank and Let's just make, yeah, the banking, the financial side of everything. But let's come up, like, specifically so that we can either we achieve the goal or we heavily did not. So, specifically on Mint next week. So, on Mint at, what's next Sunday, do you know? Sunday. uh, So, that would make it the, what? Probably be like the here. Let's find out real quick. Hey Google, what day's next Sunday? Third of November. Perfect. All right. So mint at three p.m. Let's say three p.m. We start the show next week. Sounds good. So I would say we need to be in contact at one. Even if it's a yo, you ready? Yep. You know what I mean. Yeah. 1 p.m., you know, instead of – because we've been calling each other closer to 3, and then it never works. Um, yeah. So let's say 3 p.m. we start the podcast. Um, so we'll, yeah, get in, get in touch closer to 1 but or noon or whatever. Whatever comes up, however we're feeling on Sunday. But 
So mint at 3 p.m. Um, are you looking at your mint account right now? No, I'm not. Here, I can pull it up. Do though. you know how far back your transactions go? Um, I do not. But here, let me let me browse through and see so, what we're working with. Yeah, no, I'll pull up my too. That'll probably help too. Yeah, it's. I mean, just looking at the mint mint account from the phone, comparative to the the computer, it definitely seems like the computer is definitely the way to go. Oh yeah, the computer. I like getting on the computer. Um, absolutely. But uh, yeah, get something. I'm doing the same. She's taking a little bit longer than I would like her to. All right, let's see here. Go right back in the mint. So let's say this. All right, so what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to go back through your transactions. Let's make this first focus on the transactions because I think transactions above net worth, above everything else, for us right now, because increasing income isn't as much of an option. You know, yeah. how are you going to make 700 extra dollars this week? You know, it's, it's going to be very difficult for you to do that. You know, same with right. me. And so we're going to focus on the transaction. What are we really spending our money on? We make enough money to save this payment. No problem. Easy. Oh, yeah. Easy. We just have to worry about every dollar that we get is ours till we give it to somebody else. Who are we giving our money to? That's something we both need to go through in depth with each other each week. Yeah. I mean, for me, it probably seems a lot like eating out. I mean, I'm yes, definitely. I would agree. I'm not, I, I'm not, I was good I'm this not week. Solely, a lot of other weeks, I'm not. I'm not going to solely cut that out of um, my budget no, just because. Definitely not. But no, you just got to come up with a budget that makes sense. Because on here, are you on Mint right now? Yeah. Okay. Budgets. So I'll go through what I have mine set at right now. Auto and transport, $820. I'm over budget because I paid six months of full coverage insurance for my car today. <laughs> so over budget. <laughs> but um, that's something I could hide from my transaction because it's kind of an outlier, you know, where I put that in yeah. a different budget of something else, whatever. Uh, bills and utilities. I've got a $1,400 budget. That really needs to go down for me. That's very high. I don't like that. Um, so I'm working on that. That's not one I can change overnight, though. Um, fast food and dining. I have a $30 budget. I'm at 270 right now. So maybe I need to adjust my budget a little bit higher to account, yeah. account for some of these things. But I, I really think for fast, cause I have fast food and restaurants. There's a budget on each and I only subway counts as restaurants. I count fast food as, you know, just garbage, terrible for you. What, whether or not if you're eating like at like somewhere like I don't care if it takes five steakhouse minutes. or you know what I mean. If, if I go yeah, if, if I go to in... King Supers and buy like a sandwich, I'll put that under restaurants. I want fast food to show me that I spent thirty dollars on something that was just awful for me this month. You know what I mean? Right. Like... So my fast food budget is at thirty dollars, and I'm not going to change that. I'm going to. I think I can. I think for thirty dollars a month, that's like six fast food meals if you know what you're doing. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna raise mine a little bit higher because I'm not just gonna be buying for one person. Mine's gonna be. I'm gonna put it at seventy five. Makes sense. Just because. Yeah, that's fair. With another person. That's fair. So these are monthly budgets. So we'll be checking each week where we're at, but every time the month ends, the next episode we need to go through monthly kind of stuff too. Because monthly is. That's how a lot of things are actually set up. But I like weekly yeah. since we're doing the weekly podcast. So we'll go through, we'll make sure, because you'll be able to see. 
like exactly where you're at. If we're one week into the month and you're halfway through your budget, you know you got some slowing down to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I got a fast food and restaurant budget of thirty dollars each. Soda and energy drinks. I include this with a you know Starbucks, a coffee in the morning, whatever it is. You know, I like to buy a drink from the gas station every so often. I have ten dollars a month set for that. Yeah, ten dollars. That's it. Um, booze. So I also do. I separate my. Uh, I don't do alcohol in bars. I don't like that being part of my food pie chart. You know what I mean? Now it's in mm-hmm. in there with food and groceries. So I set one up. Uh, the category of kids for me, all everything under kids. Since I have zero kids, the only things under kids because I added some categories. I added booze, flowers, uh, nicotine. Those are my my three kind of really not gaining me anything except for mine. You know, you know what I mean? Those are my kind of waste of money kind of things. Yeah. So for kids is, yeah, my nicotine, my flowers, my alcohol, and I've got it all set up under there. I've got a $30 alcohol budget a month, $100 flower budget, and um, nicotine at 150 Gotcha. So those should come down. Looking at those, <laughs> those should come down for <laughs> sure. Uh, but no, and then I've everything else. I've got three hundred and sixty-five dollars a month set out for stuff comes up. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, you know your your toothbrush yeah. breaks. You know what I mean? I don't care what it is. Three hundred sixty-five bucks a month extra. So, but then there's also the budgets for income. I think we should have some income budgets. Like uh, yeah, what what are you thinking? I'm thinking like work and otherwise. You know, throw a hundred, two hundred dollar. I've got a thirteen hundred dollar side side hustle income budget expected for every month. That's obviously gotcha. very hard to accomplish. No, yeah. But I've done I mean... it one month. But um no, so you know, we'll go into that further later on. But just so we're we're looking at budgets, like next week, I would say we'll have some budgets figured out. So, all right, next week, mint at three p.m. I'm writing down a concrete budget, like a undebatable. You've had a week to look at all your finances, like a set budget that you're either going to pass or fail. Yeah, I'm. I'm you down? down? Have that ready? Yep. yep. Uh, see you in seven days, and I'll have my mint account. I'm actually. Perfect, Once I get a off perfect the phone. budget. Yeah, no, that's not. I'm, yeah. I've got a ton of minting to do after this, this as well. No, but uh, yeah, no, next week. So, budget needs to be 100%. 100% everything exactly what you plan on spending. And this, uh, this decision can be changed very slowly, if at all. Like, this really needs to be accurate. Yeah. So that we have something to start with. So that each week we can say, yes, I'm on track, or no, I am not. Yeah. No, so I budget 100% next week. Yep. I can dig it. Next section that we need to be really on next week is transactions. Cool. So Here, I'm just I'm every, writing this all down in my yep, journal. I got you. I am too. You were saying? Hold on, it was uh, 11.3. I'm just going to put for when this has to be done. So uh, transactions. Every single transaction 
that is in your Mint account needs to be verified that it is properly categorized and correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just go back through. And a lot of them, I've had a guess. You know, if there's 10 bucks at a gas station, it's likely a drink and a pack of cigarettes. I got to choose right. one or the other or split it or whatever. But as long as it, you know what I mean, just um, – <clears throat> so some of mine are a little – anything that's in the past, you know, give it your best guess. But um, each week, so transactions, 100% updated. Deal? Deal. Every transaction that has been logged in your main account is 100% updated. To the best of your ability. Yeah. So, transactions in between October 27th and November 3rd, this upcoming week, they need to be exact. And, like, if there's any dispute, if it shows up at – save your receipts. If it shows up as a gas station expense and it just shows – it doesn't tell you what it was, you got to have a receipt for it. Yeah. Are you are you down with that? Every single thing, like if it says Taco Bell seven bucks, I'm not gonna be like, I don't think you spent seven bucks at Taco Bell. You know what I mean? Like, right. But uh, I mean anything kind of like even Walmart. You know, if it just says Walmart forty bucks shopping, you know what I mean? You need to have the receipt so you can break that down and say I spent three bucks on hygiene, I spent five bucks on you know whatever. So. For the next week is like 100% undoubtedly accurate and verifiable finances. Yeah, just completely organized and categorized where it's there's no it's, doubt that no, this and it, is it's, what it's you like, spent. Yeah, it's like where if, you you went, if you went to Walmart and you bought a drink and you bought some insoles for your shoes, whatever it is, I don't care. But you've got it like, like to the cent because you can go in there take that transaction and split it into two different categories. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you split it, you go through, you do all of that. And then, um, so that next week we can look at spending for the last one week and they'll have our pie chart of exactly what money went to what. Perfect. So hundred percent updated finances, a hundred percent tracked financing. That's 100% accurate in between today and next Sunday. And then the, all the transactions prior to today are, you know, to the best of your knowledge, you, I know you don't have receipts. I don't have receipts. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now is where we start with that shit. So that's good. All right. So we've got um, goals, I mean, trends, investments. Let's we say, got all the – I would say the only other really thing we need is like, like kind of net worth cash position. Just have it ready. Just the, this week in my account, I have this much debt, this much debt, you know, this much cash, this much debt. Yeah. My net worth is this, you know, just like kind of a. So if you go to your overview on Mint, just summarize all of that. You know, you can say I spent this much, I have this much, I da 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 da. da you know. I yeah, know. Um, we'll, we'll get the Mint thing completely down. We'll have it like. Yeah. So no, that's where we're each. at. That's what where we'll start is because I I kind of went through all that so. Now we're into the point um, of the episode. We're at the end of every episode. We're going to have solid commitments that we always go through. Uh, those commitments are running, working out, finances, and nicotine intake, and food summary. Yep. Those five are going to be our five focuses at the end of every episode and the beginning of every episode. So um, we've been running pretty long with this. Let's just go ahead. How long do you want to run this week? What's your average minute per mile? 
or what other categories do you want to have in there? Um, I'm, I'm just going to jump right into the runs just to start it off. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to push for, uh, I'm going to push for six, but I'm going to do a little bit longer miles. I'm going to be pushing towards a like eight and a half, nine minute mile instead of pushing the, the higher sevens, lower eights, just because the leg is messed up. That might, you know what? Yeah, we'll push for six. We'll do six. We might not do like, you know, we might do All like right, so three check it runs. Out. I've got, I've got goals TJ in one column, goals Grant in another column. So yeah. inexcusably, you're going to run six miles documented. Yep. Any non-documentation doesn't count. Should we go ahead and say cannot be mentioned? What do you mean by that? Like your undocumented workout this week? Because I had one of those last week. Oh that yeah, I mentioned it, as well. it was ant. It was ant. If it doesn't, if it doesn't get documented, it doesn't count and it can't be mentioned. Should we say that? Yep. So it's like if there's no video, you can't even bring it up. Yep. I like it because that'll give me a little. I'll, I'll remember to film it. Okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> so goal is TJ. We've we've agreed undocumented doesn't count. Won't be mentioned. Six miles of running documented. Yep. Um, five days of working out time-lapse documented and then we'll get into the working out further on later like exact number of reps certain things so that we can keep increasing you know what i mean yeah because that's the thing you can't do the same workout same thing for every year and expect to get bigger <laughs> instead of yeah. <laughs> you're not bigger but stronger whatever so six miles at what pace we're gonna we're gonna shoot for nine minutes mile all right I'm going to run – you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say six miles as well. Cool. I said eight earlier. I'm saying eight. I already wrote eight. Fuck it. I can't bitch out like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Eight miles at nine minutes. That's quick. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nine minutes. Let's go. All right. I've already written it in pen. Can't go back. So that's the commitment for running. Uh, yep. Working out. I'm going to work out four times. You're going to work out five. Yep. Five-day workout. Four time lapses, five time lapses. T-O, four T-O. Okay. So without these, we are failing. <laughs> like this yep. is – I'm going to go through this page next week. I've got it in my journal. Each page is – all right, cool. Um, so we've got – running we got working out finances we just committed to what we're going to do um nicotine intake are you committing to zero zero and i zero percent for tj oh man (laughs) what i'm not there dude you're not there i I know I'm not going to quit this week. I, it's, it's just not the week for me. It's I have no desire to. And I know that it's it's going to waste my time trying. Makes so sense. I'm going to take a fat I'm going to take a fat retreat, but I want these commitments to kind of mean something to me. So I'm not going to commit to that. I don't believe I I don't want that to be my first failed commitment. Yeah. Even though I kind of failed to yeah, let's start the commitments right now. <laughs> like start the track record right now. You know what I mean? Uh but no, I don't think I want to commit to zero percent nicotine intakes this week. So I'm going to commit to retreating, and I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> I'm going to write that. 
retreat on and I. Oh, that sucks to, to read that. TJ, goal, 0% McDinente. Grant, goal, retreat. <laughs> <laughs> level no, one. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Or, yeah. or level right. two. No, that's level two, bro. That's even fucking. All right. So I don't. Yeah. Commitments, these are going to mean something to me. I'm going to I'm gonna make these happen. We're going to have them documented, uploaded in each each deal. So um, food summary. I think take a picture of every meal you eat this week. Cool. I would say 21 photos required, but I probably won't eat 21 meals this week. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm definitely not going to be eating 21 meals. Uh, my breakfast, like I was telling, talking about earlier, my breakfast and uh, dinner, they kind of over – or breakfast and lunch kind of overlap into each other. That's what I'm saying. It's more of like – So let's go ahead. Um, This is one that if you forget to document it because there's – a couple times I want because I was planning on doing this this week, and then I'd be looking at my empty plate and be like, "Damn, I should <laughs> get that whole thing." You know right. what I mean? But this week, let's just say document every meal um, with a picture, and if you forget, just write it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. So. We've got our five goals laid out, right? Like that. Those are the things we're going to commit to every week. Um, do we want to have any sort of focus into how all this is organized in Dropbox and everything next week? Or do we want to maybe hit the organization of Dropbox and the whole podcast, everything next week, come up with some goals? I, th- I think it would be better. I mean, we don't want to bite off more than we can chew right out of the gate. I would say, yeah. Just, just right off the jump. I, I think – because, no, documenting every single purchase this week, running eight miles at nine minutes, four time-lapsed workouts. Retreat on nicotine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a retreat, that. dude. That's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, – all right, no, I think that's good. I think if we can come in and it's like, yo, if you miss something there, it's going to be like we really get into it. Like today I came in with two time losses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We came in with less than four runs. Like, you know what I mean? Like we can't just be letting each other slide like that. Next week it's on. It's commitment. Commit. Balls to the wall. Yeah. Balls, no. balls to the wall. That's what I'm – it's like – and no, we're going to start uh, – so next week – I don't know. We should come up with something that, that logs all of this. It'll be the journal for now. But when we come up with like a, a – like I want something when I look back. It's like every week, like a, a little red dot for every week that I've missed a commitment in the last 25 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, something sick like that. I mean I have a – I have an app that I've been using. It's called Time Logger. I haven't used it in a little bit. but um. No, we one thing we should do, bro, is we should – because there's so many apps. We probably have a lot of the same apps, but just different, like, names. You know, yeah. App. Like, mine is, I think, Run Keeper. You said yours was Run Tracker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we should just – we should log into those. Like, because you can be my friend on Run Keeper, and it'll just – I think it'll give you a little ding. Like, Grant just ran two miles at 8.36 per mile. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I so, mean, I've, I've, I've been using this uh, – Just so that throughout the week we're kind of – 
on top of it as well. Yeah, I've been using this it time tracker like, that uh, it basically just like you you set up all your list stuff. You can do morning, lunch, or off work arrival, whatever it is. That's kind of how mine is set up. And you just all of them have play buttons, and you can hit play, and then that's when you start working out, or you can hit play. Like I started doing, yeah, long, like, and it'll just tell you. Well, no, that's it, something that I think. I mean, dude, we could add that uh, coming up soon. We could add that to our our daily commitments. Is on Monday, I spent like like because I you think that's a good uh, format? Is go at the beginning. Our accountability session will be one minute each per day. That'll equal fifteen minutes. Yeah. About 14 minutes, you know? So you have one minute to say, on Monday, I ate dot, 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 I worked out, dot, 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 I ran, dot, 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 I spent, dot, 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 and my time was spent at an entirety of the day, you know, from this time, you know, you log your whole days with the time, and, you know, you have one minute to just break down your entire day, and we'll have seven minutes each. Yeah. No, yeah, makes sense. Makes perfect. I think that's pretty solid for yeah. a fifteen-minute little intro. Uh, you know, it'd probably get a little shorter than that. I could probably, I'd probably run out of shit to say for a full minute talking about each day. But, but no, I think that'd be pretty solid for one day each. But no, like the time tracker had it like, like I spent, you know, this time was browsing Facebook, <laughs> like shit. Right. Well, I mean, like this, this whole this the app that I'm using, like it'll you can hit play and it'll give you graphs and pie graphs and charts like yeah, oh, daily, weekly, definitely. bi-weekly, like whatever it is. And like, you can, well, that's what I'm saying, bro. Is if we, if we, uh, like if we just start this up and we just have on that Dropbox, it's just, uh, I mean, we'll have it organized into years eventually. So you have to oh, click, yeah. click on 2019 before you can get to the 12 months before you can get to each week per month. Yeah. But if you can go back to where it's like, where was I last year? What did I do at this exact moment last year? You go back, you're like, I ate these meals. I spent this money. My time was spent this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, once we have all that, it's going to be very easy to manage. Absolutely. I'm I'm completely down. And, I mean, that's going to be – But nobody can, nobody can just do this. Like, the fact that we're kind of teaming up with it and doing, like, the mastermind idea, that's going to make it actually work. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? it's the accountability like, like, with the partnership. I've been, I've been thinking all this shit for so long already, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, just having it, like, right there, it'll be sick. Absolutely. I mean, just looking at it, and now that, like, it's set on paper, and we're agreeing not no, just, just to ourselves. Your, part of, no, it's just part of your daily – no, because my thing, what I, who I'm agreeing to right now is I'm agreeing – to the tens of thousands, millions of people, billions of people that are going to listen to our podcast and we're on show 480 and we say, yo guys, we're releasing our first 10. Right. Check it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then they're going to come back and be like, oh man, you guys fucking suck. <laughs> but this is sick. <laughs> like, Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, no. But no, I'm it's down. like, it's like if, if we get, you know, when, when we get to, you know, episode 400, Having people come back and be like, yo, holy shit, please do. Because eventually, hopefully, we'll be getting guests on and, you know, shit like that. Because we should have our, our shit set up where you can't just be a guest for an hour. You have to be a guest two weeks in a row, period. Right. And you have to be a member of our accountability session. <laughs> you know, <you're> like, <laughs> like, you've got to track your expenses. You've got, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, any guest that gets on our show has to fucking commit. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
So we'll get less guests. But if we get somebody who's like, fuck it, I'll do it. You know, one week I'll track my time. Like, you know, the whole the whole shebang. Yeah, dude. It no, that sounds uh, super rad to me. That sounds awesome. No, that sounds good. Think if you got Brandon Turner on and he's you know, he was on last week, he's on this week again, he's telling us about all of the money he spent on at Starbucks in one year or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> like that'd be sick. Just like holding that mother holding G C accountable, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh nah, I mean I think that was a pretty solid episode. You know what time we're at? Uh we're looking I think we're in I don't know about thirteen twenty five. Uh we're we're running towards the one thirty mark, one forty five. Cool. All right. That works. We'll we'll try to shrink it down if we need to. I'll listen to it this week. We'll see what's good. Yeah. I'll I'll put out a but, uh, I'll put out the rough draft and then I'll put out a secondary draft after a little bit. Um I'm not gonna go through too much of it. Like um these are all gonna be generally rough drafts, but I'm gonna cut out that little frame where we had some technical difficulties. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think that's about it. But, uh, I think that was a good show. Yeah, looking pretty good. Pretty solid. Yep. So, uh, from Grant Keegan. TJ Day. This is Empty Mind, episode two. Signing off. Clocking out. <laughs> <laughs>